2: With Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. Heyo, good morning. Yet another weekend where Chris Curtis has a pep in his step. Comes in this morning all proud. Sam Kennedy apology yesterday for calling you a liar. I saw that one hit the wire. Yep. We had a week where Gerard Mayo made his Mayo Monday debut and you and the crew set the dialogue for the city yet again on the Greg Hill Show. Oh, certainly quoted, yeah. And we've had Belichick Humiliation Week, which even I can't deny. With the caveat that if this Andy Reid retirement comes to fruition and Bill goes to Kansas City and blows everybody's mind, which I kind of want to believe. Okay, give, me, give me two reasons
3: la- why you believe that.
2: He gets the last. Well, Reid, come on. Reid, is a, he's not going to last much longer. Okay, last uh, year, tell me why. Bradshaw called him waddling up to the stage. Or
3: why what? the Hunt family, with Steve Spagnolo as their defensive coordinator, would go and find a would hire the greatest
2: coach of all time.
3: Would he would hire a defensive mind that is not at all like Andy Reed. Well they've obviously put a
2: lot of the... they gave they gave up the the cheetah for defense. They care about defense. They right. need they have defense a great to work. They believe in defense. They don't need they're a top five defense without Belichick. It depends how this season goes. If they stumble this weekend, which you are the lone wolf, Picking the Chiefs on that morning show, I I think.
3: Well, I'm just not going to do it. I'm I'm not going to pick against Mahomes. He is what what their season was this year. The Chiefs was like the 2016, not 2016, the 2018 Patriots, where all year they lose. The you know they had that awful play where the Dolphins have that miracle conclusion with the lateral. You had the loss to the Steelers. You had back to back losses and ugly games. Then the final part of the season, the final couple games. They got to their identity. Sony Michelle started running the ball. They beat up beat up against the Bills and the Jets. Then they got lucky because the Eagles beat someone, and so the Patriots got the bye. They hosted the Chargers, who was you know the, the hot the hot team of the year. Chargers kind of like the Dolphins this year with the Chiefs and then you went to went to the uh Arrowhead and everybody was saying that it was the Chiefs year they had the MVP in Mahomes right. similar to what we're hearing about Lamar Jackson he's the MVP Ravens at home it's their time and until somebody beats Mahomes 36 touchdowns 7 interceptions it's it's it, anybody looking to rip Mahomes sounds like an idiot oh who's ripping mahomes people, well people around here get very defensive when people like Skip Bayless or not Skip Bayless who was it um Mad Dog goes on this rant about how Brady was a game manager and Mahomes is better.
2: The, the reason why this is so great, just a backlash for the Brady comparisons right. that are starting to creep right. in. One well, people
3: yeah. here don't like the Chiefs. I don't like the Chiefs. I mean, it's a rivalry and the organization has not exactly been treated the same way the Patriots have, and they've had far worse uh, uh, transgressions. Mm-hmm. Some of those from the get mouth shut. Some of those from the Reed family, Mad Dog, exactly. And, well, I mean, Mad Dog said that Mahomes has had one bad half in the playoffs, which is just patently (laughs) wrong. I mean, he's had a horrible half against the 49ers in the playoffs. First half of the last game he played in the Super Bowl was not a good half. The first half against the Patriots in the 2018 AMC Championship game. But either way, Mahomes is great. I'm not going to bet against him. I I just, I I would be foolish to do so. He is the modern day Brady.
2: Whether he gets to Brady is for, you know, that's up to him. The other thing that Paul... We'll hold it there. Keep you don't forget your point because I don't want to interrupt you. You always forget your point. Modern day Brady, if he wins a third, he's basically tied with Brady age wise as to when Tom won his third, and exactly. Tom didn't win a fourth for ten more years. Right, so they are feeling it, and whether they win or lose, I mean, I think lose would more would, would lead to change more readily, and they would be feeling the dynasty chase. And they'd be left after the coaching cycle where most guys have a chair, including Ben Johnson, who's probably going to go to Washington, and Seattle probably is going to hire the Ravens defensive coordinator. And if Reed retires, who is left? Okay, It's Vrabel or Bill. I I don't mean this personally, and I don't mean to judge the Reed family because
3: I'm not. And if anybody knows anything about addiction, it's me. So I'm not judging him. I'm just saying he has had tragedy in his life, Yeah, and he didn't stop coaching for his – he never stopped coaching. Despite the fact that his home was basically operating some illicit types of things, unbeknownst to him, and he lost a son. He had another son who nearly killed and ruined the life of a five-year-old girl while he was driving intoxicated from the facility. That was before Super Bowl 55. And he didn't stop then. Okay, then why is Schefter and Florio, because why are they speculating Schefter about that? Because Schefter is doing, what, what do you think gets clicks right now? No, Schefter's not a clicks guy. He's very cautious. Ken. He won't say anything what is when Schefter, he came on with us. What has Schefter been doing the last week? Have you been paying attention? Go ahead, tell me. Doing the bidding of Belichick. Hmm. He's doing been, the bidding of Belichick. Yes. Schefter? Ken, do Baby. you not watch the, like, the news anymore? Like, Is that his guy? It's... Someone who always got information from Belichick, who always had the, the, you know, who do you think was telling Schefter that the Patriots weren't trading Jimmy G for five number ones?
2: <laughs> that's true. Okay.
3: so it, Well, that's, that could
2: be Kraft. I don't know. Maybe but, not. Okay, good. Fine. About. Okay, Bill's his guy. All right. So what about Florio? He's just throwing an S against the wall. Well,
3: he's, Florio said the commanders were basically signing him, and they haven't even inter- interviewed him. <laughs> I, I don't take anything Florio says with Belichick seriously. It's fascinating, though. If the, it's not. It would never happen. Well, Reed could retire. Reed could retire. So you think Bill Belichick, who hates
2: quarterbacks, is going to go to the Chiefs with a guy making $50 million a year at his quarter- he's at humbled. quarterback? He's as humble as he's ever been. I mean, he wants to catch Shula. That's all he cares about. And this week has been so humiliating for him. I, he probably wants to coach in but the he NFC was humble- South he against was the Falcons.
3: He was humbled, Ken, and he didn't even change. If he gave McKay the operating the keys to the business, he'd be the head coach of the Falcons. Maybe. I mean... Maybe? But, what but, do you mean De- maybe? M- McCain's not even their GM right now. Thought not. If he gave that guy the keys. Okay. He'd be the coach. Don't you agree? Well, I don't know what happened there.
2: Ken, he, he I'm over- asking you a question. T- if he was just going to be the coach, do you think he would have a job? He overplayed his hand in some capacity. I don't know what it was. You know what I think is a possibility? Can I give you a little conspiracy theory? Robert Kraft told his buddy down in Atlanta to make it seem like Bill is the guy. Just drag it along. Make it his only coaching interview ever. Of this of this cycle until other jobs are taken, and then tell him he doesn't get the job yeah. in cahoots to keep Bill out of coaching.
3: If Bill Belichick said, "I will just coach the team," do you think he would be a coach in the NFL today?
2: I, but it, reports are just he answering the question. To, no please. reports
3: are he agreed to do that. He Ken, agreed to collaborate. Ken, if Bill Belichick was just the coach and didn't demand <laughs> power in other parts of the organization like Andy Reid has done, I
2: don't would, think that was the case. I don't think that's what happened in Atlanta. If you read the stories, I've read every story. Everybody down there was scared for their jobs. Right. But Why? not because Bill was not talking a good game. He said he was going to be just the coach. And Who he did was he gonna... say that to? There were several reports about that. He was open no. to collaborating. That was when he was leaving here before no, no. he had the press conference. No, nope. down there. Recent. This week, even after he didn't get the job, Bill was open to collaborating. He, he, okay. Blah, 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 blah. What do you take more seriously? The
3: fact that the people there had to go beg Arthur Blank to not hire Bill because they didn't want to lose their job or some random report. Yeah, well, I think that both can be true. People there it didn't want to lose their job. just ruins your argument about going to the Chiefs because he's been humbled. I'm telling you, he could, be,
2: he could be a head coach today if he was just the head coach and not in other parts of a building. Okay, but he could change now and then. Even if you're right, he could say, you know what? All right, fine. I want to go coach Mahomes. Let Mahomes be my daddy. Let him let him be the offense yeah. that I don't want to I worry mean, about. I, I love this. I mean,
3: it's such a silly argument because what happened this week and what caused the most childish, pathetic, petty – Patriot reaction about their hero, big old Bill, being exposed, being he forced was. to confront he was. the reality of how he is perceived outside of 128 and how Brady once again dunked on his
2: ass. So did Shula. Oh, beyond the grave. Beyond the grave, he is cackling. And Kraft kind of is probably happy, although he doesn't look great because... Bill's not coveted and maybe he chose the wrong guy. I got to admit this. If Bill doesn't get a coveted landing spot in the next year, cuz you agree, he could still get the Dallas job mid-season, after the season. That's where we thought he was going. I'm I, shocked he's not there. I believe he would be in Dallas. If you know, Same I, thing, he wouldn't tell he told Jerry Jones I want power and he would give it to him. That if is... you I, I can't believe that
3: Jerry Jones I, you and I agree that Bill and Jerry spoke before Jerry of Jones course. decided to stick with McCarthy. I thought it was in the bag. Right. So, if Bill Belichick says, you know, Stephen and you, you get, you know, I'd love to have a, you know, I'd love for you to take my two cents, you know, a la Wiggy telling him about Seymour. I I would like to have some input, but I, I don't need it written into my contract. I'll, you can leave it status quo. I'll just be replacing McCarthy. If if Jerry Jones didn't sign Belichick then, then he's a moron. He is a moron. And I. that's what I feel like is... It's uh, and and believe me, this hasn't been a great week for Kraft. The fact that they released this podcast and they don't even put Belichick on it. Did you see this video no. that made the rounds? No. So there was this <laughs> I think it's uh, Braverman. Did you see this? It's like a twenty year I'll find the tweet, but if there's this this video there's Oh a, yeah,
4: the Patriots were teasing a, a podcast looking back on the two thousand three year.
3: Right. And so part of this video you see Brewski, you see Dion Branch, you see Tom Brady, David Gibbons, a four Fourier. I mean, I think they even super no, they showed Wiggy losing on the Panthers. And so <laughs> there was no Belichick. Wow. And it's like for an organization, what was the point of the magnanimous press conference if you're just gonna be that petty? Well, he doesn't look that great Kraft, but you gotta admit it, he's happy. Oh he, he's, he he's he's he is eating this up too. But I, I gotta tell you, I don't think this is good news for Gerard Mayo. Really? Because you look at the way the first game of the season went this year. I don't think the honoring Bill Week won. I think I can be safe in saying that, but work with me all the build-up to week one against the eagles at gillette was the tom brady celebration what does it mean brady in the in the owner's suite you know talking to to jonathan and the great intelligent man about bill belichick (laughs) and it was a shadow that was over the team and you're watching that game they go down 16 nothing and everybody's saying god we have this guy who would have been the best quarterback on the field today and he retired if the patriots start out one and three again And Belichick and Vrabel are playing golf, and the team looks dysfunctional. You don't think that there'll be
2: a groundswell from fans to say, why can't we bring Bill back? And six months ago, probably, I threw this out that it was going to happen. Mayo, Mac, McDaniels. The Triple M, it is possible. It is not a possible, it is likely. Mac Jones will not be on the team. If McDaniels is here, of course he will be. Mac Jones will not be on the team. I disagree. 617-779-7937. Do you agree with that? But mostly, just here to start this uh, whole ball of wax. What happened to Bill and the Chiefs? What's sh- going to happen with the Chiefs? Do you think they win this weekend? Are they threatening the dynasty? Would they ever consider Bill? And does this show that maybe the Patriots waited too long with Bill Belichick? Yeah. Okay. Kenny Curtis, three hours. Fitzy and Hart, follow us. It's a football weekend presented by Wise Snacks. Our coverage of the NFL postseason brought to you by Wise Snacks. No one does crunchy, salty, or cheesy better than Wise Snacks. You can catch those games tomorrow only here in the Boston area on 93.7. Boston Sports Original and our fine affiliates. And Curtis, I know you're heading out with uh, the Greg Hill Show to Eviva Trattoria for the big Greg uh, Foundation. Yeah, big event, night so out. I will be fun. hearing about it from afar. A lot going on. We'll get to Kennedy's apology. I don't want to tease too much. Let's just get to Joe Braver and what's trending.
1: The Rich Keefe Show. Weeknights starting at 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI.
4: Celtics and Bruins are back in action today. First, the Bees are in Philly to take on the Flyers in their final game before the All-Star break. Brad Marchand moved into 5th place in franchise history and career goals with his game winner on Thursday night in Ottawa. Puck drop from... Philly is set for 1230. Then the Celtics will return home to face the Clippers, who have won their last four straight games. Kristaps Porzingis is listed as doubtful for tonight with the sprained left ankle he suffered during Thursday's win in Miami. Tip-off from TD Garden is set for 730. Meanwhile, last night in the NBA, Luka Doncic scored a franchise record 73 points for the Dallas Mavericks in their win over the Atlanta Hawks. Those 73 points ties David Thompson and Wilt Chamberlain, who did it twice for fourth most in a game in league history. It was reported yesterday that Falcons special teams coordinator Marquise Williams was offered the same position in New England, but declined the offer. The team is now playing to interview Lions past game coordinator Tanner Engstrand for offensive coordinator. And big injury news for the AFC and NFC Championship games tomorrow. The Ravens will activate tight end Mark Andrews off of injured reserve, making him good to go. Meanwhile, on the other side, the Chiefs all-pro guard Joe Tooney, former Patriot, has been ruled out of tomorrow's game. And the 49ers announced that Debo Samuel is cleared to play after leaving last week's divisional round win with a shoulder injury. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
5: You can say anything you want, and I've been watching quarterbacks since Namath and Unitas, okay, back in the mid-60s, and Star, I saw him. He's the best Mahomes, this is. He's the best quarterback I've ever seen. There's nobody better than this kid. He's unbelievable. He's in all the big games that he's ever played in that I can recall. He's had one bad half. Uh, I know Brady won the sixth and won the seventh with Tampa. uh, uh, But Brady does have a little bit of a game manager component to him. And I know Brady's the wonderful winner and we all know his competitiveness. But from my money and 64 years of age, this is the best quarterback I've ever seen.
2: Mad Dog, I gotta. No matter what Mad Dog says, it's just fun. It's just fun to listen. Now, in that case, it's the Mahomes Brady argument. Does it now for you? Does it bother you? Because I mean, Brady's your guy, but you also love Mad Dog.
3: Uh, Mad Dog has become a total caricature of what was already a yes. caricature. Well,
2: of course, who
3: cares about you watching Otto Graham? What does that have to do with <laughs> anything? That means you're probably disconnected from reality. No offense, but. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm sure Joe Biden and Trump saw things 70 years ago, but it doesn't mean make them any more coherent about what they're seeing today and comparing it in hindsight. But I would say very simply, I'm not looking to rip Mahomes, but
2: not yet, that, yet, no, I. can't. If he wins another one and he wins his third, there will be a lot more Mad Dogs. Can Mad Dog he, will will sprout. Ken, he'll then need four more. But then, if he gets his fourth. In, at then age thirty, three more. and Brady got his fourth
3: at thirty-seven. Do you think Mahomes will win seven Super Bowls? No. Okay, then why are you doing this? Because Mad, I'm reacting to Mad Dog. Okay, and I've been watching quarterbacks since Namath and United. Okay, I've been watching quarterbacks since Bledsoe and Meyer. Um, and I will say Mahomes is a more talented player. But you're rooting for the Ravens. No, I'm rooting for Mahomes. Really? Oh, I don't know. We'll see. Game time. Wow. I, I I like I want Lamar Jackson to win because everybody that says he hasn't won doesn't understand what they're talking about like Lamar Jackson is a truly great player he's someone who has been really great to watch and that he's gotten better it's not like he came in and he's sort of been the guy he was he's improved dramatically and people that formulated their opinions on him in his first two seasons look really dumb today he the way that that I always go back to it Ken but the Lamar Jackson game, the day that Mahomes, I mean, uh, Mahomes, God, I can't believe I just confused Mahomes and Mac. The day Mac went down crying into this well after he hurt <laughs> he his ankle. Hurt, yeah. There were several plays in that game where Lamar Jackson didn't run off it. But if you remember, that was the classic double score. The Patriots scored before the half. They got the ball, went down the field, went up a touchdown. And that next drive, Lamar had to score. And it was like three different run plays where it was just a different gear it it was unbelievable to watch and Mahomes does that a bit in the playoffs too Mahomes has almost completely stopped running unless it's a have to have a drive at the end of a game in the regular season but against the Dolphins he was a weapon running the ball and that's what I think these quarterbacks have whether it's Allen or Mahomes or Lamar they've all gotten a little bit more cautious rightfully so to maintain some level of health but
2: they're able to run when they need to in the playoffs. Well no, that. Yeah, and just last week that some of the throws against the Bills Lamar, were, I mean, were incredible. If, if and you, he's winning on the road, which he's never done, so he's gonna build that part up. You is go, there, is there any it.
3: doubt that if you put Allen on the Chiefs and Mahomes on the Bills, the Bills
2: are playing today, tomorrow? Like Mahomes, if you switch teams, it wouldn't have even been was that close. Mahomes too one dimensional. Like I mean, the Bills were just too one dimensional. Yeah, so I think Allen. You said if Allen goes to the Chiefs, Chiefs win. Right. Yes. Yes. I agree. No. 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 I'm saying if Mahomes was quarterback in the Bills.
3: Oh, and I don't think so. Oh, you don't think so? Hmm. I I think no matter like no running I game. I think that Chiefs team
2: five six win team without Mahomes. Let's before we get to the McDaniel stuff, and I've got many many textures on my side. Let's go to Mark and Danvers talking Chiefs Ravens. Hello, Mark.
5: Good morning, Ken. Good morning, Curtis. How are
2: you? I'm great.
3: Mark, how are
5: you? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Curtis, you're spot on about the Chiefs. Spot on for this game. Okay, this, this this game has gone down to the last possession written all over it. Do we agree on that? Yeah, it will be a one-score game. Okay. So that being said, who do you want as your quarterback? Patrick Mahomes. In the no fourth doubt. Quarter late in the game. Absolutely. Okay. Not, no. That's no shot uh, on Jackson because I think he's a great quarterback. But uh, give me Mahomes any day if, it, if it's going to be a tight game, all right? And uh, not a fan, uh, and I'm, I'm rooting for the Ravens, but I bet with my head, not my heart, on this one. You encourage I mean, taking I, the I think it's a no brainer. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing is how does the spread go from two and a half on Sunday night to four on Friday?
3: The tight end Andrews I, is, I get, is playing. That's the difference. The, I. I
5: Ah, uh, yeah, but I just don't, I just don't get how you can give Mahomes four points, in, whether they're on the road or not. I don't, it doesn't matter. I, yeah, I mean, I would just, I, 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 I agree. A lot.
3: I mean, Andrews is their best offensive weapon, and he was out for several weeks. I don't know if he'll be healthy. If it's just gamesmanship with Harbaugh, but I, I think that's a big difference. I maybe. lost
2: all three bets last weekend, so I'm off. I'm rattled, and I'm not betting this game. And I'm going to bet Detroit. I think. Plus the seven and a half, but that's probably a sucker bet too.
3: Yeah. I, don't, don't, don't. The, the 49ers in. are really good. I, I mean, I didn't look
2: good last week, they, though.
3: I, they're really good. And they're an example of, you know, if you spend, you overcome a poor draft pick. I mean, look at, what they, gave, look at what they gave up for Trey Lance.
2: Yeah. And, and he's not ready. even on the team anymore. Well, that gets back to Mayo saying we got cash to spend, money to burn. That was a hot, hot clip from Monday. Your cash spending. Yep. Got Mayo to talk. Do you believe him? Because oh. some people now, like Jones was saying, um, Adam Jones, he thinks that now is going to become full throttle. You're setting yourself up for failure. Why would you say that? They, uh, they have to spend. I, for,
3: they have to be compliant with the cap at a very minimum, at a bare minimum. So I think they. it's an easy way to do it. You are going to see the team flaunt their spending. To embarrass Bill? They want to reshape the dialogue regarding who was spending and who wasn't. And now that Bill's not coaching, there's no, you know, Bill can't be with the Cowboys spending, you know, $100 million himself if he's not in the NFL, which it looks like he won't be. Well, that's and cash. I, yeah. Ready to
6: burn some cash. There
2: he is, Mayo Mondays. Now, because this week, the way it transpired, all these offensive coordinators being interviewed by Mayo, it appears that the Patriots' offensive coordinator job is not coveted. It feels like nobody wants it. But if you're right, they're going to spend, and, you, and factually you're right, they have to spend a certain amount and they have the third pick in the draft, why wouldn't there be a clamoring for this job? Well, Are the Patriots sunk that low? Well, who didn't want the job? Well, Zach Robinson, I guess, hasn't not taken it yet. The Bengals guy took the OC job there, whatever his name was. Um, so that's two. I guess still like two. But it just, it just feels... I mean, the
3: Bengals offensive
2: coordinator is the head coach of the Titans, Brian Callahan. Yeah, but who was the guy that's to do Bengals OC? He interviewed here. He was their quarterback's coach or whatever. He took that job. So... It's only two. I mean,
3: I, I don't think it's a, a destination that people are, you know, really clamoring Dan over. Dan Pitcher. Uh, but I, if they really do bring back a lot of these Belichick people. McDaniels. He's coming back.
2: That is a done deal. And here's the text now. Uh, okay, See if you agree okay, with this. Great. 207. I'm with Ken. Best way to be relevant again. Keep Mac. Bring back McDaniels. Draft Marvin Harrison, Jr. Bring in another top receiver. Bring in offensive line help. Then you take the quarterback on day two. I'm gonna. I'm honestly just gonna throw up if Mac is back. God,
3: I, I don't want that experience. I don't want him to be rewarded for his behavior. But you should love this if McDaniel's, who succeeded with Mac, in he year didn't. One, he got worse as the year went along. Go back and actually. I hate not people, Fine in the playoff game. He did It was not his fault. Watch. Go back after the bye week. The Saturday night game against right. the Colts. Go with the rest. They, on got hurt and they. Ken, what does Judon getting hurt have to do with him getting worse as the season went on? Did you say saying just max performance? Max performance
2: got worse. Okay, I thought he was fine in the playoff game. Bill said an incredible pick. We've talked about this, but fine. What are you talking about? You're picking one game where he wasn't great, well, but that's I'm the saying the end of the season. The, the second half of the season, he got worse. Okay. He was not broken as he is now. This you should be loving this. But, but people
3: keep to... saying that McDaniel's did all this stuff with Mac Jones. I'll go get the game log. Of the second he, they blew out the Urban Meyerless Jaguars,
2: removing that game, he was abysmal. Don't you want to see Bill's face shoved in it by McDaniel's coming back and rebuilding? McDaniel's Mac into is decent. basically
3: another appendage
2: of Belichick. It wouldn't be shoving Bill's face in it. What are you talking well, about? It would make this would be McDaniel's and Mac proving they could do it without Bill. You couldn't well, say that they're, but Bills they're guys. not going to do it. Well, Mac isn't good. Well, that's your best chance. I mean, who do you who, you're going to bring in another unproven nobody? No, I I'd bring Kay, in Kirk bring Cousins Kaley?
3: and draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Well, who's your coordinator? Um, Kaylee, sure. So you go unproven, Kaylee. Right, and, and, and I mean, get Josh get Mac. I'm Mac out of here. Is a,
2: McDaniels is proven without Tom. He can't do anything. I'm just that's just scary. I mean, at least McDaniels has done it and has done that job fairly well. So you're going back to
3: so let's just go back to 2021, which was Mac's rookie season. Go to the game log here. I feel like I'm Dino, and you we, are Dino. We have uh, you have a Lanai. So they had a the Bills game, which was the win game where Mac was phenomenal, two of three. And then you go to the Colts, where he had a passer rating of seventy four with two picks at the against the Bills at home, where they didn't force a punt, rating of thirty one, no touchdowns, two picks. Played well against bad. the Jaguars. Final game of the regular season. He oh. threw the pick six to the Dolphins in that game. That cost them home field in the playoffs. Mm. Awful end of the season by Mac Jones.
2: I agree. I, I mean, I do remember that. He did decline. He was running hot. He was the pro bowler. And right. then the last couple games were not great. And in the playoffs, he performed pretty well on the road. I mean, he was... Defense let him down. In a game that they really weren't
3: in, uh, he was 24 38 for the pass rating of seventy-five, two touchdowns, two interceptions. So in the second half of the season, two, four, six, seven picks in
2: four games. Look, I am all for drafting the quarterback. I want Drake May, but you can take Drake May, keep Mac for one year, bring in McDaniel. What as- about
3: Mac Jones shows that he'll be anything when it comes to helping another guy come along. He and Zappy didn't get along. He is miserable. He hates
2: it here. What like what are he you? He hated doing? it here with Bill, with Josh Back, who he liked. He'll be reinvigorated, and he's cheap. He's free. He's basically a one-year quasi-veteran quarter. Mayo has no plan right now. What's his plan? How, how do you know he doesn't have a plan? Well, he's interviewed 18 people. I mean, shouldn't you have hired a guy by now? Oh, if he he just, knew he in, had the job for wait, months. Wait, wait, wait. I love this. So if he just interviewed two people, he didn't cast a wide enough net, but he's interviewing too many people. I would think for a guy who's swinging a baseball bat around all year and knew he had the job, <laughs> he would have had a plan. Instead, McDaniels is the guy, which is fine. That's probably where they should go. They should defer to McDaniels to a guy who's done it. Nobody else has. Well, the one thing that concerns me... Is that Bill Belichick not getting
3: a job, I think it'll be something that will be brought up by the Patriots fans if they start out poorly, which isn't good for Mayo. I also think the fact that Kraft now has to pay the entirety of Belichick's salary, not just the offset of whatever the Falcons gave him, may impact their decision to bring in Josh McDaniels because he's still getting paid by the Raiders. And which was is at the-
2: Bill's farewell press conference. I know you thought he was there just because he loved Bill. Why do you think he was there? Because he's the new O.C. He's the next O.C. He's oh. Kraft's guy. He was going to go with Bill if he got the job with the Falcons.
3: Well, Bill's never
2: going to get that job, and Kraft knew it. What? 6-1-7. Josh McDaniels didn't. That's why he was there. I think he, Kraft told him, look, this is here's, here's how it's going to play out, Josh.
3: Man, you, you Arthur to, Blank you and I are both.
2: actually have some relation to the truth. <laughs> Let's go to Joe and Lowell. Hello, Joe. Good morning.
5: Hey, guys.
3: How are you? Hey, how's this dynamic going to work? Josh
5: McDaniels, who was promised the keys to the car, is now going to come back and sit in the passenger
2: side while Mayo r- drives the car. Great point, Joe. And is going to be, and that's that's going to go smooth, right? No yeah. way. Yeah, but they need each other, Joe. I mean, Mayo needs. They do a, not. Oh, okay, what do you think they should do? I think they definitely should not
5: go back in time. They should move forward and have an outside of the box thought and have an, a thought for themselves and stop rehashing the old. The old. That's what the Red Sox used to do back in the 80s when they brought Tom Seaver in, and they brought in all the old timers. they went back in history to try to make themselves uh, I, I right? love
3: the Red Sox-Saberhagen <laughs> signing. I think that really brought us <laughs> he closer. He wasn't bad.
5: Exactly. So, I mean, that's what they need to do. They cannot go backwards.
2: All right, Joe. Thank you. But yeah, that Amy, is a great point. But you're right about McDaniels being – Raiders are paying a salary, right? Right. Cheap and available. Kraft loves him. McDaniels has nowhere else to go. Well, he's making 10 $15 million a year to do nothing. There's a carrot for him because he knows there is a path to the head coaching job here. I agree the dynamic between him and Mayo. You think there's a chance
3: that Josh McDaniels yes. could still be the head coach of the Patriots? Is Kraft the owner? No, Jonathan will be by that point. Either way, it's a Kraft. They promised way, it. They
2: promised it to him once. It, if things go horribly wrong with Mayo, they then have another candidate in-house.
3: But who promised it? Not Jonathan Kraft.
2: Well, how do you know that? <laughs> okay. I, I'm so, Josh
3: McDaniels. Is not the answer. He was awful with the Rams. He was awful with the Raiders. He was awful with the Broncos. Without Tom, he had one good half of a season
2: with Mac Jones. Let's go to Steve in New Hampshire. Hello, Steve.
5: Can we we stop the retread talk? Curtis, you are more right than anybody on the planet. No, Josh. If I have to watch number 10 Mac Jones with a noodle arm next season, I might gouge my eyes out. Give us a vet quarterback. Get Marvin Harrison Jr.,
2: and try it. Right. It's something different. Thank well, What do you mean best quarterback? Free agent. Yeah.
5: Yeah, Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, whatever. I don't care. Just not
2: Mac Jones. But, Steve, you agree it could happen. McDaniels and Mac right now are both coming back. That's happening. No. No. No? No. <laughs> Why no. Do you, like, Who are you They're hearing this from? They were both at the Bill press conference. McDaniels is the clear favorite okay. of the Canada State. what was the reporting? If you
3: want to cite Greg Bedard with the baseball bat, what was Bedard's reporting after that press conference? <laughs>
2: That Mac had cleaned out his locker, and people work what? <laughs> Miffed. They're tired of
3: him. So, so you're you, you're citing Bedard on the on the yes, baseball bat, right. With Mayo, and so
2: you agree with him on Mac as well, right? Okay, but I'm waiting for a plan. I'm fine if they go. <clears throat> if they, they go. haven't even played <laughs> the AFC Championship game yet, <laughs> they, um, they've interviewed ten people nobody's heard of. They'd have no plan. What? It's McDaniel's. All right. Did look. you hear of Zach Taylor before he got the Bengals head coaching job? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, Slowak. Like I was first on slow. Where,
3: where was Zach Taylor before he was with the Bengals?
2: Tulane. Okay. Making my point. Let's go to Phil in New Hampshire. Hello, Phil.
6: Oh, good morning, Doug. Uh, first Saturday in a while, I've been 100% with Chris on this. Oh, no. Number one, we're, we're kind of revising history. Mac Jones, his rookie year. Josh McDaniels and Bill had a game plan to minimize his lack of skill and and – over the end, towards the end of the year, if you remember, the teams were flooding the area on which he could throw the ball because they realized that he couldn't make intermediate to deep passes outside of the hash marks, and they totally rendered him ineffective. And also, Josh McDaniels has never once ever succeeded running an offense without Bill Belichick helping him, like, oh, like doing the uh, parameters of a game plan. Every time he's left to his own devices, it's terrible. We need to stop fresh. Whoa, so let, I'm whoa, whoa. a thousand percent with Chris on every bit of this.
2: All right, Phil, but you would agree, McDaniels wants to prove he can do it without Bill, and not as a head coach. That's Chippen's how, how many
6: times are you going to be able to prove you can do it without Bill? What did he just do with the Raiders? He had a freaking star-studded cast. Well, as a head coach. It's terrible.
2: But here he's a coordinator. That's all he is. He's a
3: coordinator. Oh, so you're saying the offensive failings was on the Lombardi kid? I mean... Who was calling the offensive plays with the Raiders, Ken? Okay. Probably. Probably.
2: Mick Lombardi or Josh McDaniels? McDaniels did a good job with Garoppolo. You'll admit that. Back in the day when he was here. You mean for six quarters? Yep. And Brissette. He's got, he has got at least has a track record of doing pretty well with a couple different quarterbacks. Ken,
3: look at his stats as an
2: offensive mind with
3: the Broncos, the Rams, and the Raiders. I know.
2: Not good. Head coach.
3: Different. No, he wasn't the head coach with the Rams. Not he was the, the offensive coordinator. The they were 31st and 32nd in offense.
2: Yeah. There's only 32 teams. Okay. So hire Kaylee. But, it's, but if you do that... It's just a total rebuild. You are just, this season is... Wait, you think Mac is some quick route to back to contention? Yes. It's a short-term, McDaniels, Mac, back together, short-term, let's try to piece it together until the new guy, Jaden Daniels, sits and grooms up to the job. That's what's happening.
3: But Mac has shown a total inability to help bring others along. Yeah.
2: Well, you'd have to to earn it. I'm not saying he'd win the job outright. You'd have a camp battle. So you have a camp battle, and Mac loses it. How do you think he reacts? At that point, then you trade him trade him for what whatever draft pick what pick would you get for mac jones fifth whatever take it you think you can get a fifth after mac jones loses out to a rookie but then you he's done his job he's pushed the the young guy along
6: i think the young guy's
2: gonna be pushing himself it's to get to the nfl (laughs) what are you talking about he, he can't just hand the new guy the job that's bad you can't just say it's yours you at least have a phony baloney competition Yeah, the
3: Bengals really got hurt when burrow just got the job let's go
2: to how about jordan love did he sit for a while Looked pretty good. Yeah, behind the Hall of Famer. Is Mac Jones a Hall of Famer? Yeah, it was he was on his track. Rookie year he was on track. Nick in Boston. Hello, Nick.
0: <sighs> hey guys. I, I, I'm dumbfounded that they released a video about the two thousand and three season and didn't even put Belichick in there. It's like the old Soviet Union. You know, you run afoul of the uh the people in power, and it's like you're an unperson; you don't exist anymore. But this is this is this this is a pattern. But I got to tell you, the old expression: "Be careful of what you wish for, because you may get it." I, I'm, I sadly think the Patriots are in for a pretty long drive period because we obviously have Jonathan Kraft and Robert that will be running the team, and what's driving them clearly is they're not getting enough credit. Well, since Brady left, the argument has been, who was more responsible for the Patriots' success? Was it Belichick or Brady? And obviously it's, Bell, it's Brady, but Belichick had a big role in it. They don't talk about Kraft. If the, if the Patriots struggle right now, the question's going to be, who is more responsible for the Patriots' success? Was it Belichick or Brady, or was it the Kraft family? And we all know what that answer is. So while he's sitting there in his suite right now, just reveling in the fact that Belichick doesn't have a job, I'm going to tell you, Bob, be careful what you ask for. You may get it.
2: Yeah, Yeah, thanks.
3: I mean, we got it for four years. I'm very comfortable in the fact that uh, nobody actually was uh, giving me a hard time about my Super Bowl bet with Bill Belichick that if he won a Super Bowl, I'd resign. But it looks like that's pretty safe for the time being. I would also say there isn't this urgent need to win now. I think if Belichick were back and he had one more year to sort of prove it in the final year of his deal, there would be that kind of an incentive. Mayo's going to have a couple years here. I mean, he's not going to get F- fired. The fans will be patient? Well, I don't know how patient the fans will be. Because Vrabel is still out there, too. No, I believe me, that's why. I mean, I, I think fans may not be patient. But this is why Kraft has to spend. If he nickel and dimes this, if he brings back McDaniels, if he brings back Mac because they're already under contract and the one's being paid by someone else, and they sort of do the, you know, they pay the B-minus guy, A-plus special, or uh, you know, a money in the free agent market like they did with John o. Smith, then that's going to be a bad situation all around. But I think that Gerard Mayo will find a coordinator. I am very optimistic that he's been seeking people that have been related to McVay. I think that that's the way you go. You go with a new mind. You bring some freshness to this offense, and you get either Jaden Daniels or you get Marvin Harrison Jr. I wouldn't mind doing the Wiggy approach. Marvin Harrison Jr. at three, trade a second for Justin Fields. Wow. You want fields? I, I, I think that it is almost. Uh, obviously, there are exceptions to every rule. Brady was not a mobile quarterback, but he was superb at feeling pressure in the pocket. But even today, I think Brady would be getting close to being obsolete. Like every quarterback in contention has the ability, if needed, to pull off a fifteen-yard run. Justin
2: Fields is eleven and twenty-nine. Yeah, awful. Okay, is it just the Bears' fault? Yes, it's a horribly run franchise. Okay, so he, but he's not able to elevate them. I mean, the Bears, I think, have
3: been spending like $30 million less than the Patriots. Who were Name the last first. great
4: quarterback Chicago has had.
3: Well, they have a good
2: receiver. D.J. Moore is a pretty
3: good receiver. Oh, good you were talking about D.J. Shine. Moore
2: before the season? Yeah, well, this year he looked like pretty good to me. Right, because Just,
3: Justin Fields played really well this year. I, I
2: mean, I, I hate to break
3: it to you. He played far better than Mac Jones. So you over Cousins now. You want to trade for Fields. Well, if they're not going to spend $45 million on a quarterback, then I would much prefer them—they need— I think at least three linemen. Premium linemen. They need number one receiver, which is Marvin Harrison Jr. They need to bring in another receiver, I would say, in free agency. Mm -hmm. T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Wiggy dropped that line on the new coach. Let's say this. Number three for Marvin Harrison Jr. You sign T. Higgins. You trade for Justin Fields. And you sign three linemen. I'd say
2: this team has a chance to win ten games. Who's the coordinator? Uh, Billy Bob Thornton. All right. Do you want McDaniels back? What do you make of the Mayo plan here so far? Mayo Monday happened Monday. He got the cash spending quote. Give us your thoughts. 617-779-7937. And also, we'll talk about that Sam Kennedy apology to our own Chris Curtis next. If you think
1: for one second that we aren't passionate, committed, dedicated to the Boston Red Sox, you're wrong, you're a liar, and I'll correct you on it. Because it's total BS, and we are committed. We're frustrated. We take it personally. It angers us when we don't win and we understand
2: their natural questions. That noted liar, Chris Curtis. Got Sam Kennedy rattled last weekend. Winter weekend was fun, though. I enjoyed that out there. Pedro, we got a good half hour with Pedro, about 20 minutes. Twenty minutes, Pedro. I I,
3: was, I was literally on
2: cloud nine. That was unbelievable. What a privilege! And he was excellent. God, was that good? He, uh, he's just one of those guys you get kind of goosebumps just sitting next to him, just listening to him go. I don't know if he does much motivational speaking or goes out, but he's a good speaker. Become a good talker. It is. There is something uh, as is Sam Kennedy uh,
3: unsettling about being next to someone who is the very best to ever do what
2: they did. Yeah. And, we were both Chris Farley-esque right. on that one. and I could hear the out-of-body experiences from <laughs> the you. studio. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. And, if you missed that interview, go back and listen on the uh, podcast anytime, the Weekend Shows podcast. Download it now, WEI Weekend Shows. But the uh, it feels like the Red
3: Sox are still deeply in his blood, and it felt just <clears throat> listening and more really sort of feeling the intensity and in how he spoke about what Tech and, and uh, Ortiz and he had done here early on
2: and the sort of the dismantling of that Red Sox way. And I think Wakefield's passing, he mentioned that a couple times, yeah. has, has affected them all pretty deeply. I mean, it is uh, – I,
3: I know I sound like an old man, but the amount of great, unbelievable, never-see-it-again moments we had over the last two decades is unparalleled when it comes to single market <laughs> like Boston. But just those Ortiz – I'm sorry – those Wakefield – Extra inning performances, yeah. both in 03, where he ended up, you know, the home run to Boone, right. but in 04, where Veritex catching, the balls bouncing all over the place. There was a play where Tony Clark hit a ball down the right field line that somehow bounced into the seats, and they had to bring Miguel uh, Cairo back to third base. And it was just, you were, I remember a game five with Wakefield, 2004, Red Sox, Yankees is the most intense sporting event I've ever been to. And I've been privileged to go to many. I've been at the snowball, been at a lot of World Series games, all that stuff. I'm very fortunate. From the sixth inning on, mind you, the NLCS game ended before the Game 5 did, and it started later. <laughs> and the entire building was standing for four hours from the sixth inning on. I remember it like it was yesterday. And Wakefield was so huge. Pedro started that game. Against Mussina, and Jeter had a big hit, and it was just... But those games, go back, if you're in your early 20s and you don't really know, see what those teams were. Mm-hmm. And the amount... There's no way I could ever properly do justice to the pressure those teams felt. When Pedro was there in 04, call the Yankees my daddy, all that, you had down three games to none, get blown out 19-8. to eight. Dan Shaughnessy the next day writes for yet another year... Boston will go without a World Series. And that year was really the continuation of a two-year Cold War with the Yankees. And just to see Pedro and to go reminisce on that stuff, to be able to do it in
2: person was something I'll never forget. Yeah, and you had a great idea that to um, do a little 04 retrospective this season. I mean, it's 20-year anniversary, and sometimes those get old and stale. But I do think that's, that one is so special. We'll do something all year here on Ei throughout the Sox games and probably on your show to just bring back some of those great memories. Called the Yankees my daddy. I
3: mean that that, and it was amazing too because you know the Red Sox win and, and the only way they were going to win that game seven if they had a big cushion and they did. Going back to that game, there was a list of things I wish I'd asked Pedro if we had more time. But why the hell he went into Game Seven <laughs> was so silly. Yeah. Um. But the the Red Sox Cardinals World Series was like
2: anticlimactic, except for the final call, the That's Joe right. call, which is sending him to the Hall of Fame this Can year. Can you believe it? Uh, now, Sam Kennedy, after that comment has spoken to Dan Shaughnessy of The Globe in his recent piece posted yesterday. yesterday. Quote, uh, here's what Shannon Shaughnessy writes. I spoke with Kennedy thinking he might want to clean up his phrasing from his his winter weekend interview with WEI, in which he stated that. And here's what Kennedy told him. Quote, my choice of words probably wasn't entirely appropriate. It represented my frustration with the notion of anyone questioning our commitment and desire to be competitive. I shouldn't have used those words that don't correctly reflect how we feel about the privilege of owning this franchise, end quote. Well, I mean, no no apology needed, Sammy. Um, But
3: I would say simply, actions speak louder than words, and your actions at Fenway Park with the Red Sox ownership group has been to completely (laughs) reshape how you view your baseball operation and – the notion that you're saying you're as invested as you were in 2004 when you finish in last place, raise ticket prices, and lower your payroll, I'm sorry. It's just
2: empty words. Now, let me ask you this. This has come out a lot this week, that there's still something up their sleeve. Jonathan yeah. Papelbon said that. He said there's still something up their sleeve. Right. It's called Papelbon just got a deal at Nessun, so he has to say whatever they want him to. Nah, but he's a... I don't think he's... I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he's not beholden to... Them. Maybe he is under their control, but... If they just sign Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery. Ken, you told me a month ago that Jordan Montgomery basically was side sealed, and delivered. And you were mad that I didn't wasn't excited well, about it. Well, he's still out there. But I'm saying, if they do sign him, most Red Sox fans will say, okay, it's a decent offseason. That's which all organiz- it takes.
3: Which organization do you feel better about going forward, the Patriots or the Red Sox? Oh, boy. Red Sox.
2: Why? Good. Did you see the new uh, Top 100? Just came out yesterday. MLB Pipeline. Four in the Top one Hondo. We got to get teal up here. We got to get mayor had a bad year. Get mayor hey, up can here. Can you answer
3: a question honestly? For once, I'm telling you, I'm I'm being honest.
2: So you think the Red Sox in the AL East? Well, they have a good manager in Cora, a proven good right, manager. Who's not going to be the back? Patriots at- don't. They have Mayo, who has no plan at offensive coordinator, and they're going to bring McDaniel's back, which I think is their best option because they have nobody else. Okay,
3: you need to say that you think they're going to bring McDaniel's back because there's going to be a, a car wreck on the pike with you saying it's going to happen. We don't know it's going to happen. Okay, who's going to get the job? Kaylee,
2: okay. I don't know somebody other than Josh McDaniels. I just I don't know how you feel that way. With we know how the crafts feel about McDaniels. He was there at the press conference for a reason. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three. Because he thought he was going to be the OC for Gerard Mayo. You are right though. One of your points in this hour is getting a lot of support. You weren't right, but it's getting a lot of support. Oh, thank I'll tell you which point that was. Yes. Exactly.